You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 584. Must see Apple TV. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone to the mymac.com podcast hey gaz how are you doing i'm doing fine thank you and uh, I, i'm so I, glad to hear that that your mac and and os 10 and, and everything is just running perfectly <laughs> yes uh people we've just had a bit of a brief conversation which i've got a feeling you might hear a little bit about at the end of the show where basically spotlight doesn't seem to be working quite correctly in so much as I try and launch applications from Spotlight and they crash. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. don't know whether it's interrelated or not because I, uh, I have tried to reinstall one of them and now it seems to be launching from the dock but not through Spotlight. Anyway, I'm going to do a refresh and, uh, yeah, so you might hear a little bit about that. Yeah, and I will, I will have to go through. There's a bit of cursing in there so <laughs> yeah, there might be I a know. few beeps. Yeah, or a little bit of. Why? Why did this uh, stop on me suddenly? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that's how that works. What have you been up to? I believe there's a certain um, holiday in the U.S. today. Yeah, and you know what's what's and it's weird because we're recording really early. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't think we've ever, other than when oh. we used to record on Thursdays, and that goes. You know, speaking of, well, real real quick, uh, this. It, uh, Get them worms out, boy. Uh, next week will be the official 300th show since you and I took over the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And early on, good. I used to have Thursday off from work. So I don't know if you remember this. We actually used to yes, record on used Thursdays. You early, didn't you? That's right. Yeah. Or was it the whole of Thursday you used to have off? Yeah, I had all of Thursday off. Right, all right, cool. So, but uh, not so much anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up... Uh, Back. Oh man, hold on. Bless you, young man. And again, good grief. Wow, and they're they're spiking my audio like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry, we won't edit any of that out. No, no. Uh, Thanksgiving was was a lot of. Yeah, no, I I don't. This part of the show never gets edited. Uh, Thanksgiving was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I went and picked up Guy from college, Guy Junior from college. And so it was uh, my wife, Tracy, and myself, uh, Guy, my other son, Peter, and Peter's girlfriend, Liza. We all drove out to my brother's house, and he he lives, uh, my brother, Sandy, or Norman. He lives, like, right on the border between Maryland and Delaware. And, you know, anybody listening outside of the United States is like, I have no idea where that is. But it, it's, it's a real place, I swear. And it, it's like about a, a little less than a two-hour drive to get there. So it was two hours to get there. And then uh, we get there, and um, my my brother Sandy's wife wasn't feeling well. She had, you know, it, it had started a couple days ago. And then, of course, on the day, 
when there's going to be, you know, 20 plus people there, that's when it kicks in. <laughs> when it kicks in with a vengeance. Yeah, typical. Yeah, so she wasn't feeling well and uh my my brother wasn't particularly feeling well and everybody else was coughing. Uh so if I had to guess I'll probably be dead from the plague within a week or so, and though right. I should survive long enough for the 300th show. Okay, well as long as you survive uh, for that then it, yeah, after it that everyone will be after like, that, "Ah, who cares?" Yeah, who cares? He's dead. Yeah, well, you know, the podcast goes on. <laughs> so what about you? Um, pretty good, actually. Not bad at all. I don't know if you remember last week's show. I kind of hinted that I was, um, seriously uh, a Nats whisker away from ordering, um, a possible iMac. Yeah. Well, as I recall, I seem to believe that that Nats whisker was huge. Well, in so much as huge because I ordered almost immediately after the show. (laughs) (laughs) So what have I done? Well, I've gone and bought a 27-inch Ratner iMac and also an Apple TV. Ooh, which now, one I don't did you get? Have, I don't have the iMac yet, as I did spec it out a little bit, and, uh, because this is, <laughs> is going to be a long-term machine. I'm expecting this to last me for quite a long number of years. But anyway, so I did spec it out a little bit. Um, I didn't push the RAM because I, you can still change that on the, the yeah. latest one. So I shall do that myself. Um, but I also ordered, as I say, an Apple TV and having had it now and played with it a little bit, I've got to say, well, what's all the fuss about? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am ducking there a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the remote control. Yeah, that, that is great. And, I must admit, I did find myself having to put my iTunes password in and my iCloud password in a couple of times, other than at the start. So I was a bit miffed with that. But it, I've got to say, actually, it is easier. The way they've set it up, it is easier rather than the old grid that they had. Yeah. Um, you know, you can press and hold when you're on a digit if you want it caps. You don't have to go down and change the caps. Although, So if you press and hold when you're on a... Um, Ooh, Gaz's tips. Yeah, well, it's yeah, this is an extra I, tip. I, I, I actually did not know that. Yeah, so when you're on when you're putting in your password and you're on alpha, then if you press and hold the letter, it actually pops up with the you know the versions that you can get. You know, if oh, you've got nice. some with um, umlauts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, or or caps. So yeah, that's that's really useful. Yeah, um, you, like, you know what the weird thing is? My password is basically all like twenty five umlauts. <laughs> I think it brings up those versions anyway. Anyway, so. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, there's a game on there, and I've played a few games on it, and I thought, yeah, that's quite good, not bad. Um, but you know, I've got Plex on it, but I've got to set up an account. I thought I had an account with Plex, but I tried Plex many years ago when it was really rubbish. Now it's a lot better now. So, um, but I can actually access all of my separate media because I've got it through my iTunes server on the Mac Mini, so I don't really need Plex. And, and at this point in time, other than the games. And other than the really nice remote control, and yes, I can control the volume. That's all working automatically. So actually, as soon as you pick up the remote control and press menu, whatever channel you're on or whatever, you know, TV channel you're on, not not TV channel, but whichever, you know, when input. you have to select the input, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you very much. Sure. It's, it's whatever, what I do. Whatever it, the, whatever the blindingly input. obvious. Yeah, that's all right, me. all right. Don't go on about it. <laughs> So whatever input you're on, it automatically goes to the Apple TV, which is really nice. And then you can turn the volume up and down with it. So that's useful. I, um, I did, you know what? Honestly, I didn't know. There's another. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm Hit it. <laughs> 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 I 
Cassie's tips. Cassie's tips. It's time for Cassie's tip. <laughs> now, of course, this this might be relevant to the TV that you've got. I've got a relatively new TV. I'll say relatively. It's at least a year old. Um, and, um, yeah, it works fine. You press the menu, bang, whatever channel you're on, input channel, bang, it goes to the Apple TV, and then you can turn the volume up and down using the Apple TV. And that's just connected by HDMI to the TV, and that works like that. So, yeah, cool. That's good. But, you know, actual content and stuff and doing the search, the search has been okay. It's not yeah. brilliant. Um, you know, I keep pressing the, the Siri button and then letting go and talking to it, and it says, oh, I don't know what you said. That's because I've <laughs> let go of the damn Siri button. Yeah, you got to so, hold that down. Yeah, that's kind of – that's not as intuitive because we're doing – just pressing the Siri button on our phones or pressing the holding to get Siri up and then letting go. So – you know, that'll take a bit of getting used to. But no, you know, it's okay. But I really don't know what the fuss is about. Carl Madden. <laughs> <laughs> he anyway, said in quotes. Yeah. I've bought both on the interest-free uh, option via PayPal. So, um, you know, I've got most of the money ready and set aside. So that's now sitting in my bank, bank account earning me interest. Um, so, yeah, pr- pretty happy, really. Call myself an Apple fanboy? Yeah, I kind of think you are. <laughs> Probably, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if anyone is looking for a Christmas present to give to me, I could use a a Behringer Xenix 1204 USB 12-channel USB mixer. (sighs) (laughs) One other thing before I go. Yeah. (laughs) I've turned SIPs back on. You know what? Can you remember what SIPS is? Yeah, that's actually, that security protocol. Isn't yeah, it? I've actually I've actually put a link into the show notes, so you can put that in links if you want to. Ooh, How about that? That's nice. I will. Uh, system Actually, I, integrity gonna... protection. Can you? Will you let me finish? Probably. Sy- system integrity <laughs> protection. So I turned that back on because default folder um, has now got a beta version out, and I'm using default folder beta version. And I've reported back on a little um, error that I had, which I've asked, um, you know any beta users to do um so yeah and it seemed other than the little issue which i think might be my fault anyway it's working fine so i'm looking forward to when the full version of default folder comes out so yeah pretty pretty good pretty happy except yeah. for the whole you know spotlight and soundboard yeah crashing that's and, yeah that's yeah well yeah yeah that's not so good really yeah my twitter um client that i'm using keeps crashing so um i, I must admit though i haven't tried to reinstall the, the the Twitter client, because it's now not available. It's only available through the Mac App Store, so I might just have to fork out for it again. So I might do, because it's, it's not that expensive. And I quite like the version I've got, Echofon, because it all ties up with um, the Yeah, I, I still use, uh, what is that, TweetDeck, I think, is yeah, the one I'm yeah. using. Cool. Anyway, shall we, um, shall we zazzle over to uh, the recent articles? And because we're recording a bit earlier, we've not got quite as many as we did last week, but last week... Oh, that was um, killer. We, we had um, we had two weeks worth, didn't we? So yeah, and and um, probably after we get done recording, we'll uh, might spend a little bit of time trying to to figure out how to get Gaza soundboard back because, as you know, well, back to the old drawing board. <laughs> okay, okay. Nothing. I'm bragging. Don't rub it in. <laughs> and well, see, I have to use this now because um, all the articles that we have for my Mac. We don't have any, you know, any of the the authors of those articles. We we don't have like a little clip for any of them. No, we need to get a clip for uh, Mr. For Cohen. 
Yeah, for Dave Cohen and Mr. Mr. Um, well, you've got one for Tim, haven't you? Uh, let me take a quick look. Here. Well, I know you've got one, but it's it's basically saying we're fired. Isn't it? <laughs> that's that's actually the one I was looking for. <laughs> anyway, anyway, do you want to take the first one or shall I? Uh, you go ahead and take the first one because you're looking for the other one. Aren't I you? am. Okay, twelve South Forte for Apple Watch. This is a review by Eek Medwards. Hmm. Could have made a better job of that, couldn't hmm. I, Mike? Sorry. A stylish and elegant charging station for Apple Watch. The Forte excels either when a quick power top-up is needed or as an ideal bedside table stand for the Apple Watch in nightstand mode. Its stylish chrome finish and smart cable management solution make this a desirable top-of-the-range Apple Watch accessory. The first impression of the Forte is the attractive packaging, which matches the sleek design of the product. Like all 12 South products, the Forte comes in packaging that is the equal of Apple's own and shows the thought which has gone into it. The added touch of a helpful thread to assist the removal of the stand from the box exemplifies this. Go over to the website and read... The remaining words from Mr. Mike Edwards on the 12 South 40 Apple Watch stand. This is CNN. <laughs> <laughs> As you were reading that, I was sitting there thinking, you know, Gaz, you should be doing like like uh, BBC voiceovers and stuff. As the antelope goes across <laughs> yeah, the Sahara, yes. it doesn't realize that yeah. there is... There is a mad, rabid lion waiting for it in the grass. Yeah. In the grass. Yeah, in the undergrowth. <laughs> See, now I got the giggles. <laughs> Damn it. He's waiting for his prey, and then he jumps, and then finishes it for breakfast. Does not realize that the antelope has an AK-47. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just turn it into something really weird. I tell you what, I saw there's a program over here in the UK on, on the BBC. There is another article, folks. Don't worry. We'll get back on it. Eventually. Um, we're not padding this out, honest. Um, there, there was, in, in theory. There was a TV show on the UK, and he, he basically this guy takes extreme articles from around the world. And this particular article that he took was somebody in the States – who's basically produced a gun, a machine gun, <laughs> which has basically got a Christian symbol on it, like the cross. Oh, yay. <laughs> K- killing for Christ. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, something like that along those lines. <laughs> and this, he does take the mick out of this, uh, this um, particular article quite, quite a lot. Anyway, I'm going off topic. Sorry, sorry. No, that's that's fun. Just thinking for some reason where I thought you were actually going was he this guy had created some kind of gun that animals could use (laughs) to kind of level the playing field. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, uh, the last article we have for this week is Tech Fan 231. Wi-Fi is broken. I am so very tired of you 2G man. Hold on. That was the wrong one. Though so that's kind of funny all on its own. Yeah, it is. Yes. See, now I can't find the one that oh, well, was just, from Tim. Guys, yeah. Nope. It's Tim. You're fired. Yeah. Okay. There we the go. The only thing is, in this week's show, 
There's no Tim. No. The, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, in this week's show, David waxes lyrical about digital memories, curses the tech manufacturer, damn you tech manufacturers, who ship unfinished products, and explains why, in his view, Wi-Fi is complete. Oh. <laughs> Wi-Fi is... Is... Like <sighs> now it's... Oh, damn, 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 damn. <laughs> See, so our listeners will this, be back in a minute. Normal service will be resumed as soon as possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the problem when you've got like hundreds of sound clips. You can't always find. It's the called st- preparation, guy. Well, yeah. Do you like it? Wait. <laughs> that's not the one, is it? Dun, dun, dun. No, that's not it. Can it's, we move on, please? Yeah, it, that Wi Fi. <laughs> That was so annoying. That was so... Fr- I didn't even realize I had that. <laughs> I don't have all my loops. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Wi-Fi is completely broken. Just two articles this week. There might be more, but we're recording early. Guy, take us out, please. <laughs> well, for, if you'd like to write, and after this, oh, I don't yeah, know sorry, why you yeah, would. Sorry, John. Sorry, sorry. John. Oh, don't, don't take this away from John. If you'd like to write for MyMac.com and after this so very professional rendering of the latest articles on MyMac.com, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to <laughs> contact John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com and, and let's see if we can get you writing for the mighty, mighty and ever so you know associated ridiculousness of the podcast with the the uh the mymac.com website y'all <laughs> oh god oh speaking of john <laughs> uh, you haven't given his email yet have you oh it's yeah uh, nemo at mymac.com oh you might have done yeah I, I I may have i don't know i'll have to listen back and say oh yeah i said that or oh damn i didn't say that uh as you know, I've got the iPad Pro coming eventually. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've got a... Um, oh, oh! I've got a link. I'm going to give you a link, actually, as well, to a link to not only the iPad Pro, but it's a, a link um, which I retweeted about the pencil and the use of the pencil. So I'll, I'll let me grab that. And I'll... Okay, yeah, just put it there in the show notes. Uh, but I've, I, I contacted John and asked him to uh, get a hold of Logitech. And see if they'll send me that create keyboard so that I can I can test it out with the iPad Pro. Cool. Yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> this very very odd beginning section of the show. No change there. Uh, everyone, please stand by to stand by, and you know we'll be uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Whether you want us to or not. Hello people, my name is Peter Bird and I am the host of the Deep Look Podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you, or you like that idea, or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then 
come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. Like a well-tuned sports car without any wheels. It's the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second session of this week's Mighty MyMac podcast with the G-Men, Guy and Gaz. This is number 584. Now, Guy yeah. is talking about the NFL. Well, sort Now, of. I, think, I think that's in relationship to my pick that I had the other week. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that touchdown app, the yeah. endless runner touchdown app. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I, I've got you so excited. What so. you you've played that game, right? <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Have you have you played it? Yes. How far how did you get? How many touchdowns? Not, uh, <laughs> I'm Mister Expert. I got not many. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be embarrassed. <laughs> When I was looking for Do you know a, a link to... Do you know why I didn't get many? Why? <laughs> I just look at it and laugh. Oh. And laugh. It just makes <laughs> me laugh. There's a YouTube video of a guy that got like 13 touchdowns. He actually filmed yeah. it. Yeah. I really? Didn't. I didn't get that many. So, <laughs> I don't know why. Um. But but getting to the actual you know content. Yeah, sorry. That, yes. Yes. Sorry. No, sorry, it's not yeah. your fault. I get. I am so easily distracted. <sighs> no change the problem, there either. The problem is, I put the distractions up there for you to grab, don't I? Really? No. So. Beca- I think it amuses you that I am so <laughs> easily does. distracted. It's like, how can I screw with his? Oh, sorry. How <laughs> can I screw with his mind today? <laughs> That's not actually what you sound like, though. <laughs> I was going to say, is that a Gaz impression? No. Well, if it was, yeah. It, not only was it not a good Gaz impression, it's not even a good English accent impression. Anyway. And this is what it was good for. Which yes, was, everybody, he found his soundboard. I, I found the sound that I was looking for, and it's so late that it just doesn't seem to matter anymore. <laughs> but I did it anyway. Um, some people are saying now – um, hit, me, hit me, hit me with the topic. Come on. Okay. Topic is uh, not so much about the NFL, right. but, uh, and, and actually not entirely about the Apple TV, but digital. What is it about then? Digital content <laughs> digital, ah. and de- the delivery thereof. Right. Um, for people that watch the NFL, there are basically uh, three days that the NFL puts their games on. They've got the Sunday games, of course. Yep. And then there's Monday night football, which has been around since I think the sixties is when that started. And, uh, in order to complete their complete takeover of American television, they now also have Thursday night games. And they, they actually had like, I think three games on yesterday because they have on Thanksgiving day, they always have a game with the Dallas Cowboys. They always have a game with the Detroit Lions. And then there was the regular Thursday night game with uh, Green Bay and Chicago. So, of course, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, <laughs> all, of, all of the games on Sundays are in long-term contracts to various uh, 
distributors of content around the world, not just here in the U.S. And the the Monday night game is locked in, I think, with ESPN. But the only one that's coming up is the Thursday night game. And uh, I, I saw an article that Apple should put a bid in for the NFL uh, Thursday night games package. And because that's basically the only one that's not locked down by contract until uh, 2022. And it got me thinking is like, should, well, should really any tech company try to lock down uh, sports or other live content in order to gain subscribers to a proprietary hardware platform? And my particular view on that, I mean, imagine if like, what's the, is it the Premier League? In the UK for yes, um, for yes, football, yes. Imagine if uh, Apple or Google or uh, Amazon secured the rights to all of the Premier League games in the UK, and the only way you could watch those games on TV would be if you were if you had bought into their hardware platform. Well, can I interrupt you? Yeah, because that's exactly what happens now. Really. Well, it, it's not quite that way, but there was a – well, it is actually. There, there was a company over here called Sky, you may have heard of. Oh, yeah, I've heard of the Sky Network. A media company agreed, but you have to – there was a period where they bought the rights, the full rights to – and in fact, I'm not sure whether they've got Premier League rugby as well. They certainly got things like cricket, and they had football <clears throat> for many years, Um and I think someone else has got it now, but it's a bit easier to get access to them. Now, Sky Digital or Sky Media, whatever it was, basically bought out the rights to all of the football games, the Premier League football games. And the only way you could watch those uh, those games on TV was if you bought a Sky subscription. Well, guess what buying a Sky subscription means? <clears throat> it means you have to buy a box which goes to their satellites so that you could receive those games. So I know full well what it's like to go down that avenue, Guy. Well, and how did that work out for everybody? Well, basically, they've got to a point now where they thought that what they were trying to do was obviously get into a situation where everybody had to buy a Sky subscription to watch the football. Now, football in the the UK is obviously massive. Yeah, absolutely massive. And you'll go down lots and lots of streets and see all of the satellite dishes, which is generally a sky satellite dish. Not in all cases, but in most cases. And lots and lots of people have got them. Now, in some instances, some people deemed it to be a lot cheaper than going to the club and supporting the team because a game cost was a damn sight cheaper, sorry, a damn damn sight more expensive than actually watching your local team um, through, um, through Sky um, because of the monthly cost. <clears throat> so some people thought that was a really good good process to, to have, but obviously you're not there live. Okay, fine, fine. Um, and you'll see lots of Sky packages, but now Sky don't have Premier League uh, football anymore, or they've had to share it out because they've reached a peak, and then the cost started going up. Well, when the cost started going up, guess what a lot of people started doing? They started unsubscribing or Correct. going back to the games. Correct. And because guess what happens? A lot of the pubs now, um, pubs and clubs up and down the country, have got much more expensive, but they've got TVs and they show the football. 
So what happens is they buy these subscriptions and then the people go and you know, they all gather down the pub and they're buying their drinks, buying the beer and watching the football in the local pub. And they don't need Sky at home. And that's what a lot of people started doing. I wouldn't say that's totally what they're doing. But for me, what it does is it kills the game at grassroots level. I don't care what... Um, they say about the Premiership football. You know, a lot of people say it's the best league in the world. Yeah, okay, fine. I don't watch it, um, so I couldn't tell you. But if it is, I'm not. I, I'm not seeing a great recompense for English football at the national level. So it's not giving anything there. Um, the FA may say they get loads of money in, so they're able to put it down at grassroots level. I'm not sure that I've seen much of a difference there, to be honest with you. So for me, these sorts of things don't exactly work but i do have a biased view and i'm sure we'll have some comments on it but i don't like it myself I well like what it. about and this kind of ties in with the nfl what about people that actually go to the game has attendance dropped off um no i don't think so i don't think so i think that the premier i've got to say that a lot of people say that the premiership football is absolutely fantastic you know and it's good football and that's probably, you know, the money going into the premiership from these subscriptions has probably helped the clubs by, you know, the players that are needed and, and required. And, and, you know, they've made it absolutely great football to watch. So actually they've benefited because they've made much better football. So their, their stands have got bigger. You know, a lot of the big clubs now have moved into much bigger um, arenas. Um, so no, I don't think it has dropped off, but for the, you know, the mid teams and the lower teams, I'm not sure it's quite the same, but the payoff to get into the premiership is massive. Oh, that's um, not a surprise. It's, it's um, like trying to buy a, uh, NFL team would, would probably be in the neighborhood of three to six well, billion dollars. Yeah. Well, there is a lot of, there's, there's quite a number of, of American, um, sports owners, um, that are coming over here and buying up, uh, you know, British football teams. I mean, the famous one, oh, I can't remember the name of them now, but they came over and bought, bought Manchester United. And then they didn't spend quite as much. I can't remember the name of the owners now. But anyway, I'm, I'm people are shouting. Okay, well, well, let me ask you one other thing. Uh, cool. You live in Manchester. Or I don't. So, well, somebody does, obviously. <laughs> well, Dave, well, David does. Okay, so uh, David doesn't have a Sky subscription. May or may not, I don't May know. or may not. Doesn't. Well, for the sake of argument, let's say that he doesn't. Okay. And he doesn't want to go to see the game live, but he would like to watch it on TV. Do they make any exception for local broadcast? No, no, no. There may be some that they've started. Here's a good example and one that I'm happier with. What Sky have done is they've basically, they've tried to buy the F1, Formula F1. Okay. And I'm a big fan of that, as you know. Right. Now, they haven't totally got all of the races that are going on. The BBC, which is obviously free to air other than paying the monthly fee for the license, which is, you know, a ridiculous amount of £12 that you get. Anyway, that, that's another argument. <laughs> that's by the um, by. That's another argument. Um, but what Sky have now done is made available certain races at a cost over the period of a weekend. So you can buy a one-day pass or a seven-day pass. And then, obviously, you buy the relevant pass and then you can watch – um, certain shows that you've p- bought the pass for over that over that period. Now, I I've but that, used, but that. don't you still need the the Sky hardware to do that? No, no, no. In this case, they're now delivering it through the internet. 
So I've been able to watch it on my iPad, oh, etc. Okay. And that is a much more reasonable process to go through. And I think that that would have been a better option for them to have got in sooner. And I think they're getting into it, but I think they've got into it a little bit late. But um, you know, well, this- there are there are there are more options now because I think what Sky have realised is having total ownership only works to a certain degree. You know, people if you give them various different options to be able to watch uh, and view, as you know, we've said before, people will pay. It's like, it's like owning or watching a film. If you give a reasonable price for somebody to watch something, they're likely to pay for it and do it. If you don't, they're likely to try and get round the process or not watch it at all. Yeah. And in case of live sports, that's, you know, I mean, it's almost impossible unless you know how to hack, like hack a network feed. It's almost impossible to to get to those live sports if you're not authorized to view it. Yeah, yeah. which is is kind of uh, kind of where I was going. Um, I, I I like the idea of being able to purchase, say, uh, a, a live event through the internet. At which point. Uh, however you get your internet is, you know, it's basically done on the ISP level as, as compared to a network level. And this is, this is something that at least here in the United States that the cable companies haven't quite grasped yet is that their future isn't in being a cable TV company. Their future is essentially them becoming an ISP and delivering the pipes and how people get the content that they want to watch is going to be entirely reliant on what it is they want to watch and what avenues they have to watch that content. So if they yeah, have, well, you see, see sky have gone down that route. They used to be just a media, you know, it used to be basically delivering, you'd buy a sky package for the TV shows, for right. Films, for sport. But now they also, I mean, the system in the UK is slightly different, but they're actually now an ISP as well themselves, you know, so they've got into the situation where they can now, um, be the delivery partner and also be the, um, the content provider. The content provider as well. So, but they're realizing that sometimes you've got to be able to allow that content to flow through for other processes else. for somebody else to be able to pay for and get you know a, through a different route. Yeah, I, and that's that's I think pretty much that's where content is going. It, you know, it's we're talking about on demand. We're talking about uh, time shifted. Uh, we're we're talking about basically when content becomes available through whatever ever network that created it allows it. If you don't want to watch it right at that particular time, then it's like okay, well you're doing the laundry, or you know you've got to take the dog for a walk or whatever. When you come back, you're able to just sit down and say, okay, I want to watch it now, and hit a button, and there you go. And that's, I mean, this is, this is the, the, the promise of cable TV that I, I think was what a lot of people thought that they were, they were going to do a long time ago. And then they found themselves locked into various contracts. Yeah. And this is this, you know, I, I don't mind paying for high speed internet. 
I don't like having to pay for 600 channels of which 575 of them I never watch. Let me decide what channels it is I'm going to watch so that I don't have to scroll through hundreds of other channels to, to get to something that, uh, that I want to watch. It just seems ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And now, you know, I think, I think, I think this is where, you know, that Steve Jobs talks about the future of television. And I think that's where it's going. You've got to give people the choice to be able to get what they want when they want it. And at a reasonable price. And if you do that, people will pay. They will pay for it. And because the the problem is the media companies all seem to, and I'm not just talking about television. I'm talking about movies. I'm talking about audio. I'm talking about audio books or regular books. You know, whatever content it is that you want to talk about, they're fixated on this idea that their customers are all thieves and that, if you give them content that isn't locked down and you or you give them content that they can, that you know that they can watch whenever they want to watch it that as soon as they get that content they're going to be like ooh pirate bay here i come because you know i'm super cool and i've got the latest you know uh, avengers versus the justice league movie and there you go everyone can watch it for nothing but that's you know most people don't want to do that. And I would say it would be on in the magnitude of over 99% of them don't want to do that. They don't want to be bothered with that. What the other thing they don't want is to buy something and then be told, well, you, you can't watch it on that device because we haven't allowed that device to see it. It's like, you know what? I've got an Android tablet or I've got an iPad or I've got a Chromecast or I've got an Apple TV or I've got, you know, uh, uh, Android or sorry, uh, Amazon fire stick box, whatever, you know, whatever these other devices are. The, the reason why you can't watch video content or audio books or, or anything else on on this this myriad of devices that we all own is because of DRM and DRM is the killer. Most people aren't going to bother. If you give it to them DRM free, most people aren't going to bother putting it up on, on some file sharing service. And the ones that do, it's going to a limited audience that isn't going to buy your content, no matter what you do. So in, instead of making it incredibly difficult for the people that are willing to pay for it at the expense of, you know, these, these few that are, are always going to try to get it for free. Just, just take off the DRM, let people watch it on whatever device they own and sell it at a reasonable price. And you're going to find yourself with more money than you ever could have gotten otherwise. <laughs> Now, hey, I, th- I think that's a good place to end, actually. Well, you'll I, I didn't more, want to bring you'll up... Have, you'll have more money than you'll ever have imagined otherwise. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, but, uh, um, as compared to selling it with DRM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what the music industry found out, even though they don't want to admit it, that once they took off the DRM, their sales skyrocketed. Well, yeah, I mean, there's debate on that. Really. I, I don't think it's debatable at no, all. It's, there's debate on... The, the process behind it. I mean, it's it. They'll still say that their sales are way down from when they were selling records. But we're moving off the subject. Okay. okay. Well, the, the last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, and we're going back to David Cohen here, 
is that on tech fan, I, I, maybe it was, well, it was a tech fan and it's also a commercial. I'll see if I can find a commercial. I'll play it after this segment that the, uh, that $50, the NFL, said. $50. I'm sorry, $50, I think he said. Yeah. Or whatever that, that the NFL was going to go eventually to a subscription only service for the Super Bowl. And it just seemed to me that, that something like that was, was kind of what we were talking about today. But the the problem with that is, you know, would the NFL potentially limit their audience in that way when ads for events like this also earns them so much money? Well, and, that, yeah, and that's the point. And I, but it all depends how easily people could buy access to that. I, I think David partially is right, but it goes back to the rest of the conversation that we've had, yeah. which is access. Right. If you've got easy access to be able to buy that, then fine. And that's possibly where the future of television is and what Steve Jobs was talking about. If you go onto your Apple TV and say, do you know what? I don't watch the NFL. I don't want a whole year subscription. But if I could just click, oh, NFL, click, today's $5, whatever, $10, whatever. Yeah, we'll watch it. Or even Be- or even on a per-game basis. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. If yeah. it's, you know, most, you know, a lot of people won't want to watch it. It's like the FA Cup in the UK. That used to be a pro a, a, a football game fact which up. Ev- everybody used to watch, right? Fact, fact up, fact up, fact up. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't diss sorry, the FA sorry. Cup. Don't diss the FA Cup, man. Okay. Right? Just don't diss it. Right? I it's, won't. More than, it's more than your life's worth. Anyway, everybody used to watch <laughs> it. But then Sky I think Sky got it, actually. And it was only on, you know, it was only being shown. So something happened and it, it dropped off. And now nobody's interested in the FA Cup. But if everybody could get access to watching that big showdown game at the end of the season. Um, and you could have easy access to showing that game. I think people would still pay for it if they could easily access it on whatever device they would normally do it or whether they're at home. It, that's the future, I think. Yeah, and but, I wouldn't disagree. But until that point, I agree with you. They won't do it because you know they're making so much money from the ads because the people um, putting the ads on that show know there's so many millions of viewers. Well, but that's the that's the the crazy part is that they could double. Everybody, dip. everybody. The thing is, they're showing those ads. But guess what? Everybody do does when the ads come on. They go out and make the cup of tea. Yeah, or you know, take a <laughs> bathroom break coffee. or whatever. Coffee, yeah. Coffee. I want some coffee. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Cause this could be a long show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and take us out, guys. Um, I hope you're still with us. And if you are, stand by to stand by because we'll be right back. Hi, everybody. I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. I'm David Cohn from the Tech Fan Podcast. And you know, David and I have a bet in 10 years. He thinks the NFL, he's a Brit, so you got to give him a little, give him a little, you know, slack. He thinks in 10 years, the NFL Super Bowl is going to be on pay-per-view. 50 bucks, I say no way. Definitely going to happen. I, it's not. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. So if you want to hear it, just, if you want. Just not going to happen. You know, 50 bucks though in, in, in 10 years, David, I'll be able to buy a six pack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's going to be about pitcher beer at best. At, at best. So if you guys want to hear more of that kind of conversation, check out TechFan. It's part of the Stoplight Network, and you can find us at www.techfanpodcast.com or on iTunes.
the G-Men. Better than you realise. But then they'd almost have to be. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is the official last section of the show. And um, yeah, so that was a, that was a, actually a pretty good discussion here, Gaz. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I think um, I've probably got a few things wrong with Sky, but you know. Hey, people, come back to us and you'll find out how to later. Yeah. That makes me... Uh, Nod your head, I expect. Yeah, boy, that was lame. Hit it. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases and tips. It's time for... Gases tip. A little bit. Okay, although I've got a problem with Spotlight, have you actually tried natural language search in it? No, I haven't. Well... It's there, so give it a go and see how it works for you. Now, I don't mean by clicking on the spotlight and then talking to your computer. <laughs> You've got to type things in like, can you find the email from my wife? Or not my wife, unless you've got it listed. But obviously, I didn't want to say my wife's name, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It, uh, from, insert wife's name here, close bracket. Yeah, that would be even weirder if you weren't married. <laughs> Yeah, natural language search in Spotlight. Try it, give it a go, see if it works for you. Nodding my head, hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting there thinking tips. Siri coming back and saying, I'm sorry, you don't have a wife. <laughs> or a life. Or a life. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, I have an app pick. I actually have an app pick this week, guys. Well, an actual app pick. An atch app. Oh, God. I'm losing it. I, I seriously am losing it. Uh, my app pick this week, it's an iOS app. It's called Air Madness. It's by, well, you don't have to say it like that. It's by Fluic Entertainment. Fluic. It's, Fluic. Yeah, careful how you say that, too. It's 99 cents on the uh, the Mac App Store. You basically are an air traffic controller and you're looking at your airport from the top down. And as planes are coming in, you, you know, click on them with your finger and then you move them in whatever direction that you want to move them to the appropriate uh, runway or landing pad for whatever it is that's coming onto the screen. And it's super easy to play. Uh, really, really kind of tough to master though. It, it, I have, this is a game that I have had probably going all the way back to the iPad one. And every single time that I either get a new iPad or I decide that I'm going to nuke and pave what I have and, you know, get rid of all the, the apps that I never use. This one is continuously on there. It, it's never not been on an iOS device that I own. Cool. Excellent. Okay, um, Power Photos. Now, this comes from Fat Cat Software. Who I like Fat Cat Software because I like the name of Fat Cat Software. Um, anyway, I had the original iPhoto Library Manager, uh, and that was a really, really useful application. Well, Fat Cat's newest incarnation, Power Photos, uh, if you want to buy it, is $29.95, or it costs us $14.95 as an upgrade, upgrade to the original IPLM, iPhoto library manager when it first came out it when it first came out it wasn't this is um power photos of course right it wasn't as useful as the original iphoto um library manager, manager right 
because um, it really, you know, all it pretty much did was import iPhoto libraries. But now it's much more useful. And if you don't subscribe to iCloud, merging, but you use and oh, oh let me start again. Let me if you, that. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't subscribe to iCloud, so you don't get all of your photos merging um, onto one device or to many devices, um, but you use multiple machines. Um, and you want to merge your photos libraries, that used to be quite difficult, in fact, almost impossible. Well, now Fat Cat's Photo Power Photos application um, allows you to do that. It, you can create and manage multiple libraries. You can copy photos and their metadata. You can merge photos libraries. You can find duplicates, um, which is what you could do in the last one. And you can browse and search multiple uh, libraries as well. Uh, you can also migrate iPhoto and Aperture libraries into photos. So um, I think it's quite useful. Um, go to the uh, to the website and download a free trial if you're not sure whether it can do what you want it to do. Uh, and as I say, it's an upgrade of fourteen ninety five to the iPhoto library manager, or it's a total cost from new of twenty nine ninety five. I like it as an app. Now, whether we what, like what, what if I what if I want to learn more question mark? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Oh, I'm 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 editing your your app oh. pick on the fly. All right, thanks. <laughs> and then you didn't say it. I was like, ah, oh, damn. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you should have just said, want to learn more, question mark? Go down and <laughs> download the download trial the version. Download the trial version. Sorry, guy. I <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we don't have a, a people's pick this week. Oh, sad. Uh, yeah, I know. That is sad. Uh, but well, we have a couple of, of links that will be in the show notes for uh, Gaz talking about, of course, the, the SIPs being turned back on. And he's got a, a link in my, here. For, in my case, in my case. Right. Uh, that's just a link about SIPs in general, of course. And uh, he also has he also has a, uh, uh, I, I'm hoping this is uh, safe for work. It's somebody using the pencil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. but what is wrong with me? I don't know <laughs> where my mind goes sometimes. Uh, uh, we have some social stuff. Over on, uh, oh, you know, and I'm, am I ready? I am sort of ready. <laughs> yeah, so are, you, are you ready? Do you want me to say it? Yeah, go ahead. Right. So we had a question in Google Plus from Elisa Pacelli. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said, graphics geniuses. Question, open brackets, Close bracket for you. I use Photoshop Elements 11 to create a coupon that I add to my husband's website. The coupon is three, three and a quarter, sorry, three and a quarters by two and a half in PSE, 432 pics by 288 pics. Uh, she saves it as a JPEG at 100%, very high, uh, 80 quality, opening the coupon in preview or using a website that converts uh, JPEGs to PDF. The PDF version of the coupon is six by four in both cases, way too big. Any idea what's happening? Anyway, also, Firefox, Safari, Chrome render the coupons different sizes when it's time to print. Is it just the nature of the browsers? This has been the bane of her existence since she created the website. By the way, if this makes any difference, she's currently using an old version of Rapid Weather, but she's moving over to Squarespace later today. She's hoped that she explained that clearly when it comes to graphics. I know what I know and that's it. Which is very little, she said. Feel free to ask for more info if you need clarification. And she got a plethora. Oh, a yeah. A 
plethora of responses from Rob Wright, uh, from Alexander Fox, from Alistair Jenks. They just kept on coming and she responded to them and they came back to her. Go over to the Google Plus webpage, sign up. We'll allow you in or Guy will allow you in. Someone will let you in there. And, well, actually, both you and Tim have. Uh, yes. Yes, I know, because I have approved people. So just go in and have a read of all the fun that goes on in there. Yeah. And actually, Google Plus is currently, though I'm looking at some some other options, is our preferred way of kind of, of talking to, to us and asking questions and all the rest of that. Uh, but it's it's so far it is the, the the best way to do so. Yeah. yeah. Now we over also over in Google Plus we have a question from uh, both of our our favorite person's name Eric Diaz Diaz and he says uh, Happy Thanksgiving to all all wait all squared on a tech <laughs> note this live photo thing has taken the place of a uh, DSLR. It is a really cool feature. And I still don't know if there is a way to capture individual. Uh, actually, that's a question for you, Eric, if you can figure that out. Uh, how to get individual images from the the live photo without taking it out of photo. I mean, there's got to be a way to do it. I'm sure there is. Well, of capturing an image. Yeah, capturing an image off the live photo little video. I think there are apps that do it. Yeah, but I, I don't know what the name of them are. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll come back to that then. Yeah, we? okay. Some, <laughs> some other time. Uh, I've titled the next one in um, Google+. Plus. Eric Diaz goes off on one. I'm sorry, in who fact, was that? Eric Diaz there we goes, go. goes off on one. In <laughs> fact, he goes off on a couple, to be honest with you. Yeah. Here's the first one. Apple Music is still a mess, just like iTunes. Had to authorize my iPhone because it was the first time I was going to purchase a song from the device. Had to do it twice because it froze after I entered the uh, security code for my card. Then only downloaded one of the two songs with the second one neither downloaded nor available in to download. It said purchased, nothing more. Had to sync it with iTunes on the Mac, which fortunately had downloaded both. Things like this make me nervous about Apple and the, and the cloud, even sure. more now than <laughs> since my kid only watches movies on the iPad and iTunes has most movies available before they come out on Blu-ray. I've been buying more stuff on it. Well, he's very nervous. Yeah, well, I, I'm actually seeing an improvement with iTunes and iCloud and Apple. And so I'm not seeing that. But if that's what you're experiencing, then we can't change that. So I hope it improves for you, Eric. Now, he also jumped in um, and also said... Do you know of any photos app that can substitute substitute the steaming <laughs> uh, pile of uh, 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 uh. that is photos on the Mac? <laughs> I was never a fan of iPhoto, but I miss that heaping mess more than ever. Trying to figure out how to do the most basic. Wait, wait, hold on. Is this within... a steaming pile or a heaping mess? <laughs> I think it's a heaping mess of steaming pile. <laughs> Uh, try, having to try to figure out how to do the most basic thing with the new version. Tim jumped in. Do you want to take what Tim says, guys? Yeah, Tim says, I'm with you on this one. Eric, yes. <laughs> Photos he suck. He didn't say that. He no, he just said Eric. Yeah. Uh, the latest suck now is that it launches and sees my iPhone when plugged in, but then won't import or do anything with the photos on my phone. It's also dog slow on an SSD piece of junk software. It really is. Um, then Eric jumped in again. He said, basically, 
Uh, it complicates the easiest task, and I'm pretty sure that when I upgraded to it, it duplicated stuff on my drive. The other category in my Mac uh, drive ballooned afterwards. Mm, okay. Uh, I thought the same, but actually it's kind of sorted itself out. So whether it was doing something, and um, if you just left it alone, it got fixed, I don't know. Um, I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm actually happier with uh, photos than I was initially when it first came out yeah and i'm getting happier and happier with it so mm, don't know don't know um tim jumped in this is really recent he's only just posted this actually he says skip black friday and listen to a classic my mac podcast my mac number 246 iphone 3gs yeah you know what else he said Uh, yes it's tim you're fired yeah he said that (laughs) thank (laughs) you Um, Facebook, we're still at 155. At least it's not going down. That's yep. good. Um, didn't see any iTunes reviews. That's fine. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. No, that's not us. That's no, not that's not us. us. That's not us. Uh, so if you'd like to go over and do a review, it would be most appreciated. And you could earn a prize. Well, no, a certificate. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not really much of a prize. No, it's not really. But it's, it's something. It's, it's, it's a thing. And if you do one of those reviews... And you want your thing. And you want your thing, it's best to contact us. Now, Guy, yeah. tell us how people can contact yourself. You can contact me via email, guy at com, And I'm also on the Twitter network. And my name there is... I don't know why I'm talking like this, but it is Mac Parrot. <laughs> and... Uh, Gaz, how can people get a hold of you? They can grab me by the arm or they can send me an email, gaz at mymac.com. They can also send a tweet to twitter.com forward slash gazmaz or both of us can be um, found on the Twitters by sending a tweet to Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. There's also another email. You left out all the other Zs. I know. I'm sad. Um, so. All right, G A Z M A Z. There's also another email that you can send in to, which is which is feedback F E Z B A feedback at mymac.com. And apparently, there's a Skype number. Yeah, yeah, sure, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's not really. It's it's plus one one zero five nine six three four three zero three. Yeah, and that will gather us just as many responses as we get when you say it the right way. <laughs> Which we're not going to do, so let's see how clever you people are. One plus. Some guy's now going to be going, why are you ringing me? I, leave me alone. I don't care about somebody's dumb podcast. <laughs> um thank you all for downloading the mymac.com podcast we really really do appreciate it i have no idea how long the show is going to be this week but i'm hoping it'll be under an hour we'll see we'll see and gaz you know what i think that we're good enough and that you know you and i together in this like combined mess of 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 a podcast are smart enough it's not a mess well, it, it it can get messy. It really can. And doggone it, people like us. 
Lordy, Lordy. Um, it's short. Tertia, Poduvan, Ernesto, real no, Zar, that's with a Z, Shasti, Tia, Shusto, El Slabitileno, Slabitileno, Takache, Kude, Otiva, V.E. Tova, Koeto, Iziliza, Nai, Verionato, Verso ot obichinoto. That's a hard one. <laughs> last one yeah. Don't be so bulger. <laughs> okay, if you'd like to know what that said, it was. Turkey bloat is a real thing. Fortunately, it's also a laxative. So, that, so what goes in is what comes out. Probably faster than usual. And thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. It means good, clean, wholesome fun. Good, clean, wholesome fun. Of course you realize this means war. (laughs) Pardon me, Mac. I'll be good. I won't won't beat you over the head with it. Bastard. You nitwit Brit. Have you... (laughs) Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen that cartoon where the tortoise says to the hare, "Race you home," and the hare says, "Sure." And on the next cartoon, uh, the the tortoise has moved his legs and his head all inside his shell. Suddenly, dis- disappeared inside his shell. Oh, and he's the, like, "I'm home." And, and the hare and the hare said, "Bastard!" <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> So save me. No, I don't think we are. No, we're not. We're not saved. But you know, but before we get started, I have got to find. Let me show. I tell you what, I'm going to put this link. Let me put it. Where do you want me to put it? At the end of. um, Just put it in the the link section down there in the third section. Find the link. So I'm waiting. That's a great. I'm gonna remember that one. I gotta find that one again. Now, the one I was looking for. Once we finished the, I've put it in as uh, someone using the pencil, um, and it's a YouTube. Oh, clip. I found have, it. Have a look after the show. Okay, this is the one I was actually looking for. Yeah, for, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that was the one you was after. Yeah, but what I ended I can, up with instead was. <laughs> I'm such a nitwit. I really am. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, big surprise, right? Yeah, not really. Ah, it's still so freaking loud. Yeah, anyway, come on. Wait, I got to turn that down and see if that's... I don't know why yeah. that's so loud. I, I've turned that down, like, almost to nothing. Of course, why I care, I have no idea. Anyway, uh, why don't you bring us in? And welcome, everyone... To the my Mac demo, 
<sighs> you see, I didn't do anything. I know, I know. I but you were waiting, anyway. weren't you? I you were waiting. Anyway. Start it again. Okay. <clears throat> Put that in the after show. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Again. If you keep say, if you keep saying that, at some point you're going to actually persuade yourself. Like I needed to be persuaded. 